America, we have been manipulated behind the scenes. And I'm sure you know this. I'm sure it feels like this year and many years past that you have been nothing but a pawn and quite frankly a whore of a nefarious and dastardly puppet master working from the shadows. The thing where everybody gets it wrong is, is who this puppet master is. Don't listen to all this fake news. People say it's Republicans, it's Democrats, it's the Illuminati, it's Antifa, it's the Bilderberg Group. Groups. We all know who the real puppet master is. Jeff Dunham. The literal puppet master. He has literally been controlling this, the, been fucking pulling the strings. Almost threw myself off with that. This entire time. Think about it. Joe Biden. Donald Trump, who, follow me on this, is a literal jalapeno Cheeto on a stick. Liberals. Conservatives. Q Anon. Jeff Dunham has been pulling the strings the entire time. And I know, at first you're going to say, Tim, that is absolutely ridiculous. How could he be everywhere at once, controlling everyone at the same time? I don't know. How is he able to talk without moving his fucking mouth? You fucking sheep people. Wake up. Everyone's complaining about their health. Oh, I feel a little bloated today. Oh, I feel a little constipated. No, Jeff Dunham's hand is literally up your fucking asshole. He is controlling everything. You want to know why Biden can barely string two sentences together? You want to know how Trump got the coronavirus? They sleep in a trunk. We are all the puppets of Jeff Dunham. You are now listening to the Timothy Watkins program. Ladies and gentlemen, the good word is here. Lend me your ears, both straights and queers. Uh, and buys too, but that doesn't really work with the rhyme. Welcome to the Timothy Watkins program. Before we get started, a little bit of housekeeping, or whatever the fuck this is, a little bit of void keeping. If you're a fan of Tim Dillon, which I'm sure some of you are, I, I've been doing this thing on Instagram where I just follow comedy clubs, and whoever f- is following the comedy clubs, I'm like, ah, maybe they're a fan of comedy. I found more success recently by following followers, by following followers of comedians that I'm also a fan of. So I went on Tim Dillon's thing. I followed some of his followers, blah, blah, blah. Here you are, hopefully. And if you're a fan of Tim Dillon or if you don't know and know in the future, look, he said, I, you just got to take my word on this because I have literally no proof, uh, something all great liars rely on. But I, uh, I came up with that Jeff Dunham idea, and then I listened to Tim Dillon's back catalog, and there was an episode where he made a similar kind of joke. I can't tell you who actually chronologically came up with uh, making fun of Jeff Dunham with the government first, but I can tell you that I, f- I, ma- I came up with the idea, and then I found out later, okay? So... 
just to clear things up and also to promote a comedian that I'm a huge fan of, here is the clip uh, in question. I don't know the episode title, but I'm sure I'll put it in the caption or something. You know how editing works. The Tim Dillon well, Show, I, episode 187. I went to this house and I watched it with them and I watched how excited they were getting and they're going, and when Jeff brought out Peanut, they went nuts. They started clapping on the couch. I said, you, I looked at this kid and I went, you should do heroin. Like you should go back to doing drugs. That was probably a better life for you. They want the puppets. That's why politics is a puppet show. They're all puppets. People are like, why are all our politicians puppets? It's like, because you like actual puppets. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Just, it was just going to bug me if I didn't address it. Anyway, how are you doing? I am doing absolutely terrible. Uh, everyone told me. Everyone. Hey, Joe man, Rogan, like Jordan I'm not. Peterson, uh, disclaimer Thomas, number two. I am not recommending right this to anyone. Carnivore diet However, I great. have had. Oh, and However, Sean I have had many, many people. Sean Baker. Sean Michaels also told me that that's how hamburgers make sweetheart. And it has not for the better. I need you to yet. do for. I've got a serious case of what they call the keto flu, or the carb and sugar withdrawal. It's all right. I feel like Don't absolute worry, ass. I've made more notes for this episode than I Who's usually that? do. She'll One, be because I, you know, my brain's so foggy, too, because I have switched to a Sharpie pen. <gasps> and, I'm, oh, and I'm just looking for excuses to write on it. Right, right with it. But, uh, yeah, the carnivore diet has fucked me over. I, I, I go between diarrhea and constipation. I, my, you can see my skin's breaking out. I feel weak. And before you say anything, I'm eating liver. I'm taking magnesium supplements. I'm eating fatty foods. I am literally, even if it's like a hamburger or something, I'm putting butter on the hamburger and I'm just, well, which is honestly such, it's probably the only benefit I really have had from the carnivore diet so far. It's just the excuse to eat butter. That's an, I never thought that this was This is just a stick a of butter. Diet I yeah, ever pursued. it's a butter bar. Like, oh, wow, no, I know. I saw the commercial last night. I just... Butter? I thought there was going to be more to it than oh, this. Oh, man, I really it's fucked not up today just a stick of butter. stick of butter. Comes with the easy-to-grip butter sleep. But when you want the butter bar? This day. I don't know. But so, bear with me. I'm trying to fucking push through this keto flu. Hope After this week, at the time of this recording, after this week, if there's no changes or whatever, I'm just, dude, fuck, I'm going to the Taco Bell diet. Grab Taco that Bell's nachos party me, pack. That is not you're done dressing me wrong up to so far, in. dude. Getting some brownie points. That is, uh, or witnessing and I'll let a you miracle. know my journey through the Taco Bell diet. Probably still going to be constipation and diarrhea, but otherwise, you know, we'll see. So, working through the keto flu, hope you can deal with me kind of being a little foggy. Uh... Making several mistakes. Speaking of which, I put myself in a situation recently and I waited a few weeks to talk to you about this just so I could kind of really understand how I felt about it. Search through my emotions. Uh, whack off. But doesn't things don't things feel much calmer after you whack off like how many times have you almost made a mistake jerked off and just like, I, I don't want to do any of <laughs> you're just a completely different person just like i i don't know who that guy was but i am i i am a shallow monk <laughs> i am peace 
I have no lust. I have no energy to do anything. There's sometimes I want to play video games and I'll masturbate first. And it's like, but why? Why simulate violence? Just to repeat the cycle tomorrow. So I made the mistake. I put myself in a very compromising situation. Very, uh, just let's just say very interesting in general. But first, I guess let's just start at the very beginning. Hold up. Let me. Woo! Okay. Got more energy now. So my friend Shane Smith, my friend, my friend Shane Smith, what a guy. He texted me and he said, dude, I can't believe you're not on Facebook today. And I said, well, you should be able to believe it. I'm never on Facebook. Uh, Fuck Facebook. Fuck it in the butt. I don't like it. I don't like... There's not too many social media things I like. I like Instagram just because... uh, I don't know. Sure, the pictures of... uh, Yeah,你的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的脸部的
I'm not a medical es expert. I cannot even say expert. I'm not a medical expert by any means, but uh, thyroids are no good. They're, uh, they're no bueno, no fun. Not thyroids. Fucking tumors are no fun either. Uh, they both should be cut out of your body. And uh, this led to all kinds of medical complications. It led to all kinds of shit. I, I figured she was a good person before high school and maybe this whole, you know, everything fucking her up, her whole life changing. I figured maybe that, that this led to her, uh, her spiral. Her uh, sympathetic villain oh, no. arc, if you will. And uh, she was a Kylo my soul. She was a hell of a Kylo Ren. No. Nobody likes her. Uh, so, I go, you know, kind of do my Facebook research, uh, which is not at all, not anything, just hearsay and following gossip. But I did my Facebook <laughs> research. And find out that the what actually happened was she gave a three-year-old a blunt, let him hit the blunt, took a picture of the kid hitting the blunt, put the picture on her Snapchat story with the caption starting them young. Now, even if you are the most forgiving person, you must admit that that is a tad bold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this might get me in hot water a little bit. I do not condone giving drugs to kids at all. Uh, I, you know, I do not even need to say why. You just, you understand. But I will admit, I will admit that when I found out it was weed, I went from a, what the fuck are you, to a, oh, ah. Oh. Like I said, it's still not good at all. And I'm, I'm sure there's some studies out there that, you know, if, if you start smoking weed young, you're like three times more likely to be Clyde. a school shooter or, or something. Or, or something. Skinny you know, you're more likely to get hard when you run over people in Grand Theft Auto. I'm sure there's some statistic, but uh, it did relieve me a little bit because I'm like, oh, okay, the kid got stoned. That's still fucked up. But for the most part, you know, he just chilled. Goldfish tasted fucking amazing. Has is there any other situation? Is there any other peak conditions, prime situations where goldfish could taste any better? Three years old, high as fuck. Like I said, not condoning it, but these are things we need to think about. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he just chilled, high as fuck, eating goldfish, watching Disney Channel, probably understanding all the sex jokes now. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Was that a frame of a naked lady in the in the rescuers? Jesus Christ. But still, I would say that this girl was in the wrong. So I here's where I differ from other people. Everyone immediately starts shitting on her, tagging her, and she went to jail for a minute. There, you know, her and her whoever the parents or relatives, some, some relation to the kid were also incarcerated for a little bit. Incarcerated is prison. They just went to jail for a minute and they got bailed out. They went there and they went out, you know, they went to time out essentially. That's just time out for grownups. You just see that, uh, 
when you go to a job interview, someone's on your resume, oh, I see in 2003 you were in time out for drugging a child. Well, I want to talk about that. So this is where I differ from most people. Everyone was shitting on her. How dare you? This is horrible. I can't believe you did this. I asked her to be on my podcast. So there was a mistake there, probably, from me. But even worse than me asking her on to my podcast, she agreed. I messaged her. I said, hey, I understand how fucked up your past is. Before we get into that, that also made me think of uh, as far as like giving drugs to kids and exploiting kids in general, uh, cuties. Like, uh, you know, yeah, no, uh, this is an old subject at this point, but this podcast is brand spanking new, baby. So I want to cover this a little bit, share my thoughts. Um, for anyone that does not know, Netflix came up and made this movie that talks about the dark and very serious subject of minors being uh, exposed to sexploitation and like perverts on the internet and just kind of the, the dark but very serious subject of child pornography. And they figured the best way to let people know and send their message across was to make child pornography. I wish I was making more of a joke than I actually am. That is exactly what happened. And it came across... Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it came across like they were pedophiles. You know, Jesus Christ. Is that a gunshot? I literally hear some like, is that a gunshot? Is that a loud muffler? Is that fireworks? I don't know, but they're all three going off at the same fucking time, two blocks away from me. So, uh, welcome to 2020. But they came across (laughs) from sea to shining sea as... (laughs) Oh my God! They- <laughs> America, America, we did all kids for free, and the things we're whacking off to on Pornhub are just straight disturbing. Anyway, so I. Oh, beautiful sister stuck in dryer, whatever shall we do? Please look for that one missing sock as I stick it up number two. Uh, Fuck it, stand up. America, America, you get what you deserve. That's not a gentleman caller at your door. That's a court order notice, ma'am, you've been served. Die alone with those 18 cats. Who the fuck am I referencing? It's a very specific person I just picked on. But yes, so Netflix made ironic child pornography. 
If there's one thing my mom always told me, it was, Timothy, you never make child porn, ironically. <laughs> that actually sounds fucked up. That sounds like she wanted me to make it, like, for the right reasons. You make child pornography, Timothy, and you do it for Jesus. No, mama. <laughs> I will not make child pornography for Jesus. So, yeah. Um, like I said, it's an important message to... It's an important message to uh, to get across because it is a serious thing that happens with you know kids going online and going on social media and whatnot. But uh, you know, I really don't think mid orgasm pedophiles were like, oh, 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 I see what they're doing here. I just you know, it's just. I can understand why somebody would have... And by the way, there's nothing wrong with the green screen. I'm just not looking up any videos related to that. Because even the fucking poster, even the trailers you see on, on Facebook, you're just like, oh my god, these... They're not even hot. No, I'm fucking with you. Just... <laughs> just fucking with you. Just fucking with you. But it is disturbing... And like, I understand that somebody could have had the idea, just like, oh, let, let's make a movie that's that the whole message is about how dark and serious child pornography is, and let's do it with actual kids and show how easy it is to exploit a child by exploiting children. I can understand why somebody would just have the idea, oh, that's dark, that's edgy, that really gets the people you get going. Drunk. You but get drunk off my lady. You think after like the fourth or fifth shot, you know, they, all right, cut, dude, turn off the camera. Uh, guys, I think we fucked up. I think we, uh, I think we fucked up a little bit here. I know the whole thing is to, is to talk about how creepy people on the internet are and make girls do sexy things for them, but, uh, we are, are, are a room of adults that just made girls do sexy things for us. And we filmed it. There's actual video footage on our camera right now of uh, tweenies twerking. It's a tweenie twerk on our uh, on our actual Netflix budgeted movie. You know, most people get blackmailed into not making movies for this, but we just fucking we're just fucking running right into it. I don't. Uh, let's just let's scrap it. Burn everything, kids. We're sorry. We'll give you a cameo in Stranger Things or some shit. Let's just pretend like this didn't happen. In fact, they went the opposite route. I'm sure that those girls were very uncomfortable at some point. It's like, do, do I have to? And fucking the producer's like, do you want to be a star or not, kid? This is Hollywood. We're woke. We're woke now. We've always been exploiting kids, but we're woke now, and we're fucking advertising it. So... Yeah, there was a lot of things. I mean, there's a couple ways to fix this. First off, we have seen movies in the past where girls, uh, and I guess some guys maybe, of age, pretending to be underage. I mean, nobody fucking believes that Tobey Maguire was actually a high school kid, but we went with it. It worked for the story. You know? But... It did, he did not look like a high school kid at all. He looked like the fucking janitor or some shit. 
But like Hard Candy, for example, the girl from Juno, she was, and I, I know in the movie it's revealed that she's not underage, but she pretends to be what an underage so girl, right? You dropped this. And oh, for I the sake you. of the movie, we yeah. buy it, we roll with it. So, and I mean, even fucking porn. I mean, just thinking of a couple porn stars right now, speaking of America and our unhealthy pornography addiction, uh, Piper Perry, you know, that skinny little blonde headed chick. I mean, she's definitely not pretending to be a MILF. <laughs> she's definitely not pretending to be a, a cougar let's just say that let's just say that and roll with it no but she's pretending to be 18 yeah okay 18 months maybe well 18 guys have their way with, anyway anyway so you could have had actors not underage could have had it and then Yes, it's controversial, it's still edgy, it's still what the fuck over is crazy, but you don't actually put underage kids at risk. Because I feel like now the whole thing is, they're going to be remembered as the cuties forever. They're going to be remembered as the cuties forever. And I don't think that's quite like being remembered for being Harry Potter. Or some shit, okay? I think there's a little bit of a difference. I don't think Hollywood is going to, well actually, knowing Hollywood... That actually might have been the smartest move those kids ever made. It's like, hey, they're willing to do child pornography. They are okay with us. You are headed on the right path there, kiddo. They win Oscars. They win all that shit. And then, like, the fucking... A a second fappening happens where all their nudes leak, you know, when they get older and all the actresses... Actresses' nudes leak and stuff, and everyone goes, oh, my God. Well... I've been whacking off to this before it was cool. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting, Netflix. Shame. Speaking of the fappening, what happened to Jennifer Lawrence? I don't see her in a lot of movies recently. And I love Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's the, I th- I think she's the shit. I love her. Do you think, uh, if I could ask her one question as a fan, you know... The fappening happened and her nudes leaked, unfortunately. And she Graphic is, you know, depending on what you think, but it's a pretty full frontal. She is definitely a and she ain't wearing no clothes. She's naked. And it's like, whoa, Jesus, because she went from no nudes to a big nude scene in a movie and I would want to ask her you know Jennifer did you do that because your nudes had already been leaked and you figured fuck it so I'm going to do a big nude scene for this movie you know and if she said yes I mean you know what what can you really say uh, you know other than coward coward Gling, shame. Gling, 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 gling. Shame. No, but I, it's so fucked. And I, I think so, whatever happened to Jennifer Lawrence, I imagine what happened to so many people in Hollywood. It just the 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 Hollywood machine chews you up and spits you out, man. It does not give a fuck. If you ever watch, don't know why you would ever want to watch this, but go back on like super old Oscars or previous Oscars from like maybe five or ten years ago, and you go, oh yeah, that guy. That girl, 
that person, that person. What the fuck happened? Hollywood, man. It's a fucked up system. Do you know how much of a crime it is that Leonardo DiCaprio only has one Oscar? Like, people that, like, kissed ass and, like, just had a good year for their movie to win or whatever and just won that one Oscar and then got forgotten for the rest of the time, they have the same amount of Oscars as Leonardo DiCaprio. It's fucked up, man. You got to whore yourself out. You got to spend, like, what, thousands and thousands of dollars for the Academy to even consider you or however however that shit works. It's disgusting. To get an Oscar for years, after I've been telling amazing guys, performance after amazing no performance answer, after amazing right? performance, Leo didn't have he didn't go he didn't pretend that he was stranded in the woods and was starving for days on end. He just went and did that, and they filmed it. He was like, "Can I get an Oscar now, please? Please, you have to fuck a bear. I'll do it. I'll fuck a bear. No, the bear's gonna fuck you. Okay, I don't give a shit. Just do it." <laughs> I'll just pretend like I'm flying an airplane again. I'll just get through it somehow. It's, uh... It's fucked. But anyway, back to the mistake I made. Uh, speaking of people's mistakes. So, I asked her on the podcast, and she said yes. This crazy girl that drugged the kid. Kid's fine. It was just weed. I'm sure he's fucked up a little bit, but I assume he's not going to end up like fucking cheese. From so, she says yes. I say, hey, I know you have a tragic backstory. And say quite like that. I know things have been rough with you. I just want to get your side of the story. Let's just, you know. Everyone thinks you're the villain of this town, so let's just let's just get it all out there. And she says, "Okay, cool, I'll do it." Uh, a couple red flags: one, she didn't know what a podcast was; two, she didn't understand what I was gonna, what I was saying when I when I said I when I when I said I was gonna interview her. And those are a couple red flags. And quite honestly, after I clarified what a podcast was and what an interview was, uh, that was the last we talked about the podcast. Then she starts messaging me things, uh, questionable things. She keeps calling me boo. She keeps calling me sweetie, sweetheart. And she gives me her number and asks me to text her. Now, I stand before you. I stand before the court of the Timothy Watkins program uh, admitting... Because he's built out of flesh. With the accusations because he has a mind. of Timothy, did you try to sleep? You've been under investigation. With a deranged Mr. lunatic who you wanted to have on your podcast. Some would say exploitive, some would say definitely exploitive. I'm here to say never have I been more guilty as charged. I was going to do it, I was going to go through with it. You know, it's uh, two birds, one stone. Oh, Timothy, that sounds so cruel. Yeah, well, you know. What exactly? Is this really coming out of left field for me right now? So, yes, I did try. Try. I mean, I didn't. That was the plan. And the plan did not work. She did not have sex with me. And that is why I have deemed it appropriate to talk shit about her on this podcast. So... So there's a couple red flags, but you know my dick is. Sing scenes. Oh, well, so well, overpowered. So you read from a little brain. play. 
You can't put. And when I I was in West Point for a while, and when I come back home, we're talking about hanging out, and I say that I have just rented a hotel room, and she says, "Okay, cool, I'm on my way." Very eager, you know. Your boy's thinking like, "Hey, maybe." Why would that music? Why that music? And every time we appear, it keeps growing. Yes, it can only happen here. It's time to So, no. So, we meet up, and she comes in the door uh, a little musty, I will admit. A little filth on her. Dirt all under her fingernails. Nothing to deteriorate the male brain, but she comes in with a lot of stuff. And in less words than more, she pretty much implies that she's here now. This is where she lives with me. And right out the gate, you know, I'm thinking, uh, you know how it is. You're thinking you're going to hook up, so you're making some moves. You're giving some razzle-dazzles. You're giving the old one-two. No, that is not what happened. But uh, the razzle-dazzle for sure. God, it's so fucked up. The razzle-dazzle. And, you know, just trying to, but it's just, get, she keeps calling me babe. It just, it's a, it's, we're in a relationship now. That I have gotten a hotel room at the Days Inn. Uh, first floor. So, it's uh, it was a little disturbing, I must say. It was a little creepy. And then, you know, you, uh, you have these thoughts when you hear about like somebody going through a tumor on their thyroid. And you have these thoughts of, oh my god, why her? The world has just fucked her over and stuff. And then you get to know a person and you think, well, you know, maybe you kind of deserve it. So, yeah, she said the N-word so many times. Jesus fucking Christ, he said that. Very desensitized to it. But still, you know, it was Let's say that. Very controlling, very demanding person. Uh, very good. Bipolar okay. person. She but he never. Mother. Finally, it just met me. You want to pretend like it never happened? Oh, she did. You're man. And because I just, I just feel like she needed it. I really felt like she just didn't have a place to live until I came into her life. The exploitive, manipulative son of a bitch that I am. I'm her saving grace. Jesus Christ. This isn't the Hallmark channel. Am I the sort of guy TV? who? So I went to go get her food and I came back and she says, you know, I really didn't like that you didn't say bye to me before you went to go get food. So it's just, and like I said about the bipolar thing, like she's fucking crying her eyes out and then talking shit on the TV and then crying. And it's just, it's a lot to take in, but I stayed fast, stayed fast. I stayed strong. I I hung in there because I still did have a little pity for this person and she still did have a vagina so there's there's things going through my brain and it got it i first of all i felt like there was no way in fucking hell this girl's gonna be on the podcast i already pretty much as soon as i started talking with her for a little bit i discovered that that was not the way we were gonna go and she refused to shower. I showered, and I wasn't even really that dirty. She refused to shower. She was like demanding back rubs and just very. It was she was a crazy person. I have now 
now roped myself in with a crazy person. Uh, and I was also super high during all this. Just kidding. I wasn't high. I was super uh, fucking three years old when all this stuff was going on. So I was a lot to process. And eventually we went to sleep. She said good night. And I said I'm going to stay up for a little bit longer. And I, don't, I just had such a – like I went – I was in bed and I kept thinking to myself, like, what if she snaps right now and stabs me in the chest? And then I thought to myself, well, Tim, if that's what uh, the person you're next to is making you think, it's time not to be here anymore. So I asked a person to be on my podcast to try and help tell her side of the story. I was trying to get laid while this all happened, and then I left her while she was asleep in the hotel room and blocked her There was only one road back to L.A., U.S. Interstate 15. Just a flat-out high-speed burn from Baker. You know, there's a life lesson to be learned here, and let's wrap it up now with, uh, you know, sometimes you make mistakes, and sometimes instead of dealing with those mistakes, it's time to just goodbye. I was an asshole. You were an asshole. Let's let that be where the story ends. You know, everyone loves Shakespeare. You know, they never ended with fucking everyone coming together and singing. Everyone died. The moral lesson was life sucks. And you know what? Sometimes that's what your moral lesson needs to be. My name is Timothy Watkins. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Peace out.